Hey guys, this is Jeff Stanick with Figured Out Baseball. We've got uh, a kind of a unique, sort of a one-of-a-kind podcast today. Something that we have not done before, uh, but something I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, I'm very excited about. And I, I, so I spoke to the gentleman who's joining us today uh, another time just to kind of talk about his company and his product. And I thought it was worth recording a podcast because I think that... Uh, his company does things differently, and I think that the way that they do things is worth talking about in a podcast setting and to let all the baseball people, you know, baseball parents, baseball coaches, baseball players that, that follow this podcast, I think this is something that you certainly want to hear. In this podcast, we're being joined by Enrique Celadon. He is the Senior Director of Global Sales for True Temper Baseball. Now, if that Brand sounds familiar a little bit. It's it's uh, if you haven't heard of the baseball side, which is relatively new, you have probably heard of the golf side of True Temper, and and we'll get into all that in this podcast. But True Temper Baseball uh, is again, it's it's fairly recent. It's a fairly recent division of True Temper that uh, that has been started, and Enrique is a, a an integral part of that. And and uh, True Diamond Science is a part of True Temper Baseball, which we're going to talk about the scientific part of of what uh, True Temper does with baseball is the part that I find uh, particularly interesting, and I thought that was kind of the biggest reason I thought we should have this podcast. So, Enrique, before we uh, jump into things, I just want to thank you for taking the time to be on this podcast with us. Jeff, thanks so much. And by the way, you have a great podcast voice. I never noticed till right now. <laughs> but, uh, thanks so much for having me, man. I always love talking to you know industry vets and people that just get the game and play the game. Uh, we're trying to do something super different, uh, coming from it from a very different point of view. So excited to share with your audience. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. So, first of all, thank you for the compliment. I, I guess I've got a, maybe a little bit of a different voice once the podcast starts than before, <laughs> um, but try to keep it as professional as possible around here. So, I'm going to ask you, Enrique, first, your background and what made you... Uh, transition or switch over to True Temper? Like what, when, when they first, you told me the story last time that we spoke about how they first kind of contacted you. And I'd like for you to maybe just sort of roll through that and your background and just what you bring, uh, the experience and the knowledge that you bring to True Temper. Sure. So uh, I'm currently the senior director of global sales for the True Temper baseball division. Uh, I've been in baseball on the buying side and selling side for now almost a decade. I started my career at Sports Authority as the kind of an assistant buyer in baseball. That was my first introduction to, to the sport uh, from a commercial business standpoint. And from there, I went to Evo Shield. Uh, before Wilson owned them, like OG Evo Shield, uh, the startup, Rocket Fuel, you know, it was a rocket ship. As, you know, we grew in MLB, I was part of that sales team. Uh, from there, I went to Nike. I learned a lot from a branding perspective there. I spent a year there. Uh, you know, Nike is Nike. The swoosh is the king in branding. So I learned a lot there in product. And then from there, uh, Easton called me, and I spent three or four years over at Easton. Uh, I've, I've been part of the Mako launch. I've been part of the Ghost Fast Pitch launch. I mean, I was, I mean, uh, obviously Easton's having a little downside right now on bats, but I, I'll say today their R and D department is one of the best out there, and I got to learn a lot from them. And then, interestingly enough, um, 
when I was when I was hired at Easton, the president of Easton uh, had left Easton and decided to start this sort of startup here at uh, True Temper. Um, and he said, you know, one day he kind of called me out of the blue and said, hey, I'm starting this basically startup. Would you like to come run sales for me? And I remember laughing like, dude, the last thing we need is another bad brand. It's hard enough to sell Easton. It's hard enough to sell Wilson. Um, you know, it's super competitive. It's very established players. I mean, Marucci is probably the last person to kind of break through and, you know, they're doing well, but that was a, that was almost, you know, seven years in the making. They also had, they also had Pujols and and some other big names buying in there. Yeah. They had wood and, you know, they had that whole player buying thing. So, um, so I remember he laughed, but then he flew me out and I had actually never heard of True Temper Golf. So he flew me out of San Diego where we have sort of our world R&D facility where all the golf shafts and hockey and lacrosse sticks are all made. But um, he flew me out, and he kind of showed me the vision. We still didn't really have bats at that point. But I instantly saw that the current system of buying – I mean, I knew this from Easton. Buying bats is complicated. It's difficult. There's certifications. There's all these rules. You outgrow your bat. It's just for the amount of money you're spending on a bat, it's a really broken and outdated process. And uh, he showed me this vision we had. And so I, I basically jumped on board immediately. I left Easton, came here. And since then, we've sort of been building this thing from scratch. And, and the promise at True Temper at its very core is to make sure the players have the best and right bat in their hands, even if it's not a true bat. Like, if a DiMarini is the best brand for you as a player and your swing profile and the end weight or balance, we want you to be in that bat. But we want to make the process transparent. And that's why we came and built all these things. And I, I'm proud to say now that we have a system that isn't biased towards true it really gives a player more transparency in the process. And we do achieve a performance advantage when you fit a kid or dial in a kid to their specific fit. When you, when we first discussed this, it was really the first time that I heard about any sort of scientific process, for lack of a better term, or, or analytic process uh, of choosing a bat. I mean, typically, when you, if you have a conversation, and I've had this conversation with people, and in fact, for this website, Enrique, I've asked owners of wood bat companies, like, would you shoot a video helping kids to to know how to choose a bat? Because how the how the how the heck do you do it? I don't know. Like the old thing was like, you if you can hold the bat, you know, with your arm straight down to your side and holding the handle of the bat, you hold the bat out to your side with like the barrel as far away from you as it can get. And if you can hold that bat up for ten seconds, then that bat is is the right weight for you. It's not too heavy. Like that was literally. I don't know if you've heard of that, but that was something I heard as a kid. And then you now you go to a sporting goods store and you see a chart on the wall that says like like height and weight and like this is what you this is like the the right um you know the right length for you the right weight for you and obviously each league has its own uh its own specifications on what you need but i i don't know that i've ever i've never heard anybody that actually had any sort of a process it's been like what i just mentioned or like hey man it's just about feel like pick up a couple bats and and take some swings them and whatever feels right whatever feels the best that's the right bat for you and and I don't know there was ever a better answer than that, but now you guys have developed a better answer, and that is so intriguing to me. And I'd love for you to kind of tell people, if you if you can, or, or the best that you can, or the best that, you, that you're willing to, um, without having someone on like physically with you in a demo. But how, what is the process that True takes to help kids to find the right fit for a bat? No, absolutely, and and that we, we jokingly internally call that the wiggle test. You're going to spend three hundred to five hundred bucks on wiggling about at a store and hoping it's the best, or you, you're buying it because the four hole hitter hits it and he hit a home run, and everybody needs to go get that bat. 
the, the unique thing of why true temper baseball works is we have a hundred years of experience on the golf side. So if you think of golf, uh, golf was baseball 10, 15 years ago. Launch, you know, launch monitors came into the scene for golf about 10 to 15 years ago, and they were actually rejected from the get-go. Like, that, that's junk. The PGA pros were like, hey, the only way to really train somebody is in person and with this. And slowly they became, I mean, now, if you're an elite golfer, you don't walk into a store, wiggle a driver, and buy it. You get fit for a driver. You get optimized for a driver. You, you dial in to your specific swing, your shaft, uh, you know, your stiffness on your shaft, the type of head you use, the type of grip. Everything's dialed into the player. So golf is so sophisticated. So we were able, the idea was always, hey, golf's got to figure it figured out. No need to reinvent the wheel. Let's use all of the knowledge of golf fittings, but now take those and apply them to baseball. And what we've done now is we created actually a patent pending algorithm where a player can attend a fitting. And it's about a 30 minute, 20 to 30 minute consultation at certain sites around the U.S. We have about 20 of them. Uh, you can find those on our website or reach out to us and we can direct you in the right place. But basically, a player would walk in with their current bat. They would sign up for a time slot and they would get measured. We get your height, your weight, but we also get your wingspan. We get, um, we actually measure your strength because the thing about the wiggle test, that's a static motion. You can hold the bat out straight up. That's one thing. Trying to swing a bat and adjust mid-swing to hit a curveball, that's a totally different metric to figure out what's right. So all of our fits are done with either soft toss or live pitching. But you have to be able to adapt the bat. Because a heavy bat, you can hit a heavy bat off a tee all day. But once you have to adjust that barrel, that's when you start noticing a bat that's too heavy. A lot of times, a too heavy bat equals a lot of pop flies because it's heavy, so it drags gravity and it ends up going under the ball. But what ends up happening is you come in, we measure you, then we actually measure your bat. So, I mean, your, your listeners probably know this already, but most bats don't actually weigh what they say they weigh. So if you take a bat that's a 30-inch drop 10, it should weigh 20 ounces. And this is for every brand, even ours. There's always going to be a manufacturer variance. And that variance could be three, you know, 0.3 ounces. It could be 3 ounces. But, but bats are labeled, and they say a number, but it means nothing because that number most of the time isn't even real. So we measure your bat, so we know kind of what you're swinging. And a lot of times, people that thought they were swinging a drop 10 are actually swinging a drop 8. Um, then the out, where we, where we differ from golf is in golf, you usually just compare different clubs. With ours, you would hit your bat, and the algorithm will take all the information you gave it and prescribe the perfect true bat down to the half inch, um, the grip size, everything. We offer half inches in all our bats, so you can dial in your fit. We have different grip sizes for different hand sizes because we've noticed that makes a difference when holding the bat. So you put that all together, and you essentially come in with your bat. We'll fit you into the perfect true bat. You hit both of them, and then we show you the data at the end. And sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. Actually, 75% of the time we win. We're able to give you a better prescription or better performance, whether it's exit velocity, uh, carry, um, bat speed. We can improve all those metrics, and we just show you the data. And then it's you seeing the results and making an informed buying decision. Sometimes the player's like, hey, these are about the same. I'll hold on to my bat. No need to buy a new one. Or, hey, this true one is giving me X, Y, and Z that I was looking for. So that's really how we revolutionize on the algorithm side. But not everybody's got 30, 20 minutes. We also have an online fitting tool on our website where people can go in and uh, get fit online. It gives, still gives you a prescription. And what... At the end of the day, the only way to really find the right bat is by hitting it. Not by hitting it with softballs, not by hitting it off a tee, somewhere in a cage. It's 
getting a bat and use it in-game, in practice, or in your regular training regimen. So that's what we offer, a demo program. You can demo any of our bats for two weeks. Um, you can get two bats for 14 days for 30 bucks. We'll ship them to your house. That $30 covers the freight to you and back to us. So it's all included. And then at the end of the demo fee, as long as you send the bats back, we give you the $30 back towards the, the website as a credit. You can apply it towards the bat purchase or you can um, just buy something else on the website. In our demo conversion rate right now, once people swing a true bat, it's about 80 to 90% of those people actually convert to a sale after they demoed our bats. So once they try it and they find the perfect fit, our bats are have been the preferred way to go after a demo. All of that stuff, I it just it blows my mind. And I, it's been a long time since I've bought myself a metal bat. You know, it's been several years since I've been in college when we, you know, you have bat deals and and kind of yeah, whoever yeah. the school sponsored by. Like that's a lot of times that's what bat you're getting at least at, at higher levels. And but what you're saying just seems so unique to me in the bat world. Uh, the fact that first of all you you're actually measuring things so I can take my bat, I can take the bat I'm thinking about buying, and I can take one of your bats and I can swing and I can look at at measurables right there and say, okay, which one's producing, you know, the results that I, which one's producing better results and whichever one is the best, that's what you're going to walk away with. It doesn't, you know, you're not, to me, that's like, that's the best way to sell your product is to say, Hey man, try it against what you got right now and see, like, let's objectively look to see which one's better. That's, that's incredible to me. And, and the, um, just all the other things that you're collecting, the data you're collecting. Now I, I am, I am interested to talk about just you know how often you said it, the conversion rate is excellent. Once people actually swing a true bat, their conversion rate is excellent as far as just them holding on to it. Uh, but I, I do want to talk to you about the the online fitting tool as well. Let's talk about that first, Enrique. What's the online okay. fitting tool? How do people get it? What what is that? What does that look like? So we have we call it the true fit is the in person full algorithm hit into a launch monitor like a rap soda or a hit truck. That's the premium full version. Uh, but we obviously know like if you live. You know, somewhere in the country that's just you know sort of secluded, or you just don't have access to one of our facilities. We the whole the whole key is to make true available to everybody. So we have actually an online fit tool where it's we still use the same engine, the same algorithm we we use for the in person one, but a lot of the questions turn into more of uh, or a lot of the metrics that we use in person where we get your height and weight and wingspan and and strength. Uh, they become a little more subjective when you do it through the online fit, but you're still we're still asking for the same information we. We found ways to determine strength based on, for example, we'll use your BMI. So um, just because you're, you know, short and chubby, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're strong. So we use some CDC recommendations on the back end to see, like, how strong you are for your BMI. And then all that, again, gets applied in the algorithm back end. Uh, you can go on the website right now. It's the online fitting tool. And literally, you answer your questions, and at the end, you're going to get prescribed the perfect bat for you. And then we'll also give you two additional options if you're looking for maybe more distance or more speed specifically. So the algorithm works just the same in all the bats, whether you buy them through the premium fit or you buy them through the online fit, or if you just buy them at a retailer or through the website without doing anything, all of our bats come with a 120 fit guarantee. It's one of the biggest things that I'm sure you as a bat or as a coach, you've seen a player outgrow a bat. There's nothing more frustrating than buying a bat and you know two weeks, three weeks, one month, two months later, you know, Johnny out has a growth spurt or started doing push-ups and gets stronger. All of a sudden, the bat is either too long, too short, too heavy, too light. With our 128-fit guarantee, you, from the day you purchase it, you can exchange your bat for any other true model 
any other length um, for the first 120 days. So you literally cannot outgrow a true bat for the first 120 days you have it. That's incredible. I, I've i never heard of anything like that. I've heard of bats, you know, if the bat breaks, you can send it back. But I've never heard of anything like that, which is, like, to me, all these things that you're that you're doing, that you're offering, it's like, as a parent or as a player, like, why would you not give this a shot? I mean, I, I th- it seems like worst-case scenario, you're going to prove to yourself that your bat is better. And we're not doing this podcast, Enrique, to, as, as much as I know that you want to promote true bat. Like, I'm not – I didn't want this podcast – just to promote the heck out of true temper baseball. But I just think that the process that you guys go through, like that's what was most intriguing to me. That's why I wanted to have this podcast, but I'm sitting here like I've got my boys four years old, you know, but if he was eight years old or 12 years old, like I can't, it's hard for me to, as a baseball guy to sit here and say like, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't try that. Like I would try what you guys are doing just because you're, I mean, you're pretty much, you're guaranteeing it's going to work. You're guaranteeing that either, well, you're guaranteeing that you're going to help me figure out what's the best bat for my kid. Whereas to this point, like, I don't know what the best thing to do is. And how would you know? Like, me as a player, look back to my own career, I have no idea if I was swinging the best bat for myself or not. And also, I had no idea until you and I spoke last time that a a bat that was a 33-30, you know, 33 inches, 30 ounces, I didn't know that that weight could vary. I thought it was a 30-ounce bat. And that's a pretty big deal to someone. Like, I'm not a very big guy. I wasn't a very big guy when I played. Like, I, I needed that bat to be minus three, or that was that was a big deal for me. And I, I want to ask you about that. I don't know if you'll know this or not, but is the variance in weight, like, if, if you take one model of bat from any, from any brand, is that one model, like, is every bat in that model going to be the same, or is even, like, within that model, like, one bat to the next bat is might be different? So it's it's all over the board. And, and to be fair, all brands are getting better at it. Uh, it the the biggest issue was when USA youth bats moved for the USA bat standard uh, for the little leagues and ponies of the world. Uh, when that first those first bats came out, they were really hard to pass. And the way the way you pass a, te- a bat usually just rule of thumb is um, by thickening the walls or making it heavier. You essentially, add weight. If you add weights to the spot of the bat where it gets tested, you're more likely to pass. So what happens is you would pass one size, but then the next size would fail. So you would have to kind of mess with it. So it'd be weird to, to launch a bat that the 27-inch is a drop 10, but the 29 and 30 are drop 8s. So when you started building these bats, uh, and there's always going to be manufacturing tolerances, right? When you're when you're building composites, I mean, composite bats are still literally handmade. They're, you're given a recipe to the factory, and they bake, they basically bake the bats as they go. Uh, it's really hard to kind of like machine produce a composite bat. That's not that's really hard to do. Uh, aluminum bats, you just chop metal, chop, 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 chop the metal. But um, it's, it's. I mean, even our bats, we, we can never be on the dot, but there's always going to be variances. And then you actually weigh a bat before the grip, and a grip's usually 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7 ounces. So all those weights and drops you see are actually before the grip. So that's a really long answer to tell you. That's why you should just weigh your bat. There should be scales at every store. That just lets you know because the problem is coaches are, will tell you know a U10 kid you should you're a 30 drop 10 like the, as a generic like you guys are all this and a Marucci 30 drop 10 and a Rawlings 30 drop 10 depending on the model and how you know the, the price of the bat that could vary drastically so Johnny all of a sudden was a 30 drop 10 and he was doing fine and then he switches brands and goes to another 30 drop 10 and he can't get to the ball anymore 
maybe it's because that's more of an inloaded bat or that's more it's a heavier bat in general so again being off spec isn't doesn't make a bad bat it's only bad if you don't know that it's off spec so it's all about transparency at the end of the day and that's what we're trying to do and that's the that's exactly it. It's not like I mean I don't you don't blame a bat company for that or like and, and in some cases I think in every case really like a different kind of bat you know every kind of bat is is probably right for somebody if that makes sense. So like for me again as a as a smaller guy like a bat control type of guy like I, I wanted that I I really wanted to have a bat right probably needed to have a bat that was the weight that it says it was. But for a bigger stronger guy like he might not mind if a if a bat that's supposed to be a drop 10 is actually a drop 8, like that's probably going to be an advantage for some people. I just think that it's something that people want to know. It's not a, a fault of anybody, or like you said, it's an imperfect process, and I, and I get that, but how that isn't more transparent, I don't know. And especially with wood bats, like with I think with wood bats, a good wood manufacturer, like a... Um, to me, the better wood manufacturers out there, and especially like for big leaguers, like they're getting bats that are extremely specific, like, you know, this bat is... This bat might be thirty four inches and thirty one point three ounces, and, and the and the player at that point like he knows exactly what he's getting. But you go buy a generic bat, even a generic wood bat from the store, and the same thing that you're going to see like you're either not going to see a weight at all, or it's going to promote it to drop three or whatever. And and uh, but it's just I, that can't be accurate all the time with wood bats. I just you know wood is there's too much of a variable there. Uh, but this, I don't know something that's really I think is interesting. And, and I think it's like, so part of the reason I wanted to have this podcast is just to inform people about this sort of thing. Um, yeah, well, real quick to that, to that point, we did a study last postseason, so not this most current postseason, the one before, and we found that 65% of pro players swing a non-hole size bat. So either a half inch length or a quarter inch length or just something that's not a 32, 33, 34. 65, like that's an insane amount that the pros are dialing in at the highest level. Why are we forcing kids to, to jump a whole inch in every bat model? That's what we do half sizes. Because going from a 30 to a 31, that's a whole ounce you have to go up. That's a lot of weight for a development player. If you can go up half an inch or half an ounce, that lets you really gradually modify your swing as you're adding more weight. Because ultimately, you have to get it from a 10 or a drop 12 to a drop three or a drop five before you get to high school, right? Ultimately, you're going to have to swing a drop three in high school. So the goal is you need to start making your bat heavier during your youth um, kind of journey to make sure you're ready to handle that drop three when it's time. And by being able to go up every half inch, I mean, I'm hoping all brands, like, catch on and start doing this because this is the right thing to do for the player in the game at the end of the day. I mean, you're there. You're a part of the process of actually – you know, measuring results when a when a what what is how much of a difference does an ounce truly make? Because obviously, just to the layperson, an ounce is like nothing. But but to when you're talking about like major leaguers that swing, probably the heaviest bat that a major leaguer swings is probably in the mid 30s, 36, 37. I don't know if any any guys swing anything heavier than that. I know back in the day they did, but now with guys throwing 100 miles an hour, like most major leaguers are probably swinging. You know, bats that are 33 to 36 ounces, somewhere in that ballpark. So you're talking between a high schooler 
in a major leaguer, you're talking a difference between like three or four ounces. So obviously an ounce is a pretty big difference. But with as far as measuring things, like can you just quantify to people at all? Because I, I think that that's the next thing I was going to talk about is the half inch, you know, going up by half inches. That's a, a really big deal to me. But I'd like you to maybe sort of quantify and convince people that this really is a big deal. Is there any? Can you do that at all? Do you have any? Do you just from measuring kids or, or maybe a kid uh, like in one in one sitting when you're uh, no, testing yeah. him goes from like a, a you know a thirty to a thirty one inch or whatever with a whole ounce difference. Can you just kind of quantify that at all? No, I can't. I mean, uh, I mean, so just to give you an insight, so we have about since we started, we have about ten thousand now data points we can kind of look back on and all the fits and data we've collected since we started the company. So we do have a lot of data. And ultimately, when you're trying to fit a bat, and I did, I I tell people this, like when you try to boil it down, it's really you're trying to find the perfect balance between exit velocity and swing speed those are the two ultimate key metrics when you bowl down picking a bat um so if you think about it, the analogy i always used at easton was uh finding the right bat it's like finding it's like it's like nailing a, a nail into wood with a hammer you can use a really heavy hammer and kind of slowly guide it and just let the weight sort of do the work for you so so it's a lot harder to swing it fast but all that weight will make that nail going super fast or you can get a really light hammer and swing it super fast and get the nail in. Does that make sense? Yeah. So so ultimately, what you're trying to do is you're trying to find the heaviest hammer you can find that doesn't slow down your bat speed. So essentially, you're trying to find the heaviest bat your player can handle with before your bat speed starts to suffer. So if, so if you're swinging, let's say, a 30-drop 10, and um, I give you an, a bat that's an ounce heavier, your exit velocity might actually go up because there's more mass hitting the bass, especially up a T. Like, like a T fit is almost not not fair because you don't have to control the bat or anything. But if I start giving you a heavier bat, you might hit it harder, but your swing speed's going to slow down. At the youth level, you can get away with that a little bit because pitching isn't as intense. But when you start getting into high school baseball where, where players, you know, you're going up against some heat, 97, 90 mile an hour fastballs, that extra ounce might be the difference of getting to that fastball or not. Uh, for a player. So going up that half inch or going down a half inch, like the ability to dial it in specifically to your swing so you can maximize your bat speed, that's the ultimate key of buying a bat. And, and to your earlier point of the best bat, I, I've done, I did a fit with a kid. He came in with a Walmart, you know, no, I'm not going to name the brand, but they came in with a Walmart bat, basically. Call it a $50 retail bat. And he did the fit, and that Walmart bat was about three ounces heavier than it said it was. That was the perfect bat for that kid. There was no bat of my $208 bats that I offer that was giving him better performance. And we told him, hey, hold on to that bat because that bat is perfect for you. It is optimized for you. Uh, like that's, that's true temper baseball right there. Transparency and like, get the right bat in your hand. That's awesome. I, I just I love that process. And I'd like for you to tell people, again, without trying to make this a promo for your bats the 120 day fit guarantee can we go back to that can you just touch on that again for people and tell people exactly so like if i get a bat if i get a bat for my kid and 120 days is a long time if at any point during the 120 days i think he needs to either go up or down a size what what happens so uh you, you purchase a bat you have a receipt either in your email from our website or you kept your receipt from wherever you bought it all you do is you go to our website and you go to the warranty page and there'll be a, a spot where it says 120 fit guarantee you literally tell us hey here's my receipt here's the bat i bought and here's the bat i need 
We, uh, we get a request from you. Uh, someone for customer service immediately follows up, confirms that the bat you want is in stock, and sends you a shipping label for the current bat, so you send that one back, and a shipping confirmation that your new bat has gone out. And we never want a player to be without a bat, so you can keep your bat until the new one arrives, and then you can use that same box to ship your old bat back to us. And you can do that, I mean, as long, the, the reason we picked 120 days, that's about four months. That's about the length of a regular season. So we want to make sure you're swinging the bat, whether you get stronger or, or you ended up picking a bat that was too heavy to start for some reason. We never want you to just walk away from a bat because it's no longer suited for you. That's the 120 day. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And I want to talk more also just about the quality of these bats. Uh, and let me ask you first before I even ask you about that. What what am I looking at like price wise? And I'm I'm thinking of, of uh, you know high school and and college type bats just because that's where my mind is. That's where this podcast is a lot. So like what am I looking at to buy a, a true temper bat right now? So our U and USA bats are both um, hybrid bats. So they have an aluminum barrel composite handle, and they all all retail for two hundred and eighty dollars. So when you think of the high end two piece composites, are at three fifty. We also wanted to have a bat that, you know, was a little more consumer friendly from a price point point of view. But um, by having the hybrid model, uh, an aluminum barrel is hot out of the wrapper. You don't have to break it in. We wanted to make a bat that you can get fit today and go play with that bat that same day. No, no worrying about breaking it in or anything like that. We want our bats to be ready to go. And I mean, you, you play in cold weather. Composite has its downsides in uh, cold weather. Uh, that's not to say we're never going to make a composite bat because we probably will. But to start, we wanted a bat that was ready to go with an aluminum barrel hotter than wrapper. Now, if I'm being totally honest with you, when typically, like if I if I hadn't spoken to you personally and I saw your bats online and I saw okay, if I especially if I wasn't familiar with the golf side of things, but even if I was, I would think okay, a new bat company, and and I'd probably be really skeptical of the quality of the bat. Uh, there was one time as a college coach, I can specifically remember that there was uh, a company that, you know, they we had we had talked to them. They like we had some guys buying gloves from them and stuff. We kind of had a little bit of a glove deal. Not uh, it was at a junior college, so um, but we had guys that were getting gloves from them. And they had a bat. They said, "Hey, let's send you. We'll send you a bat, and you can try it out with your players." All right, you know what's what's the big deal? And the price was you know probably similar to what your price is. So we're kind of skeptical to begin with, but they sent it, and within. You know, I had one of our best players who ended up playing, uh, actually still playing pro ball to this day, uh, but he, he was the first guy to hit with it, and on like his third swing, the bat cracked. You know, and it's like, all right, that's kind of what I expected from this new new company, like probably not going to be able to compete. And that would be my first thought with you as well, if I'm a coach, is just like ha- being very skeptical of uh, how good of a quality this this is. And even if you're willing to replace it, like th- that happens with the companies too. I'm, I'm pretty sure this other company that, that we tried out back in the day, like the the bat cracked and they said, hey, we'll send you another one. It's like, well, I, I don't really want another one because it's probably just going to crack again. But with you, with you guys, with True Temper Baseball, 
does does the the golf side of things that it's been around for a hundred years does that science does that tech does that is that you know the the material you're using to create these golf shafts does that go into the baseball side of things like is that is that a way for i guess someone that's listening to this to kind of feel confident that this isn't like a startup company like this is something like the actual what the the material being used for the bat the science going into it like this has all been around for a long time despite baseball being new no, 100%. And I think that's the beauty of being part of True Temper Golf and True Temper Sports. It's We're not just this startup that you know decided to get into baseball all of a sudden. We have 100 years of R&D behind us. We have a world-class facility in San Diego and overseas where um, we have engineers literally working on these technologies. Actually, uh, two of the bat's biggest technology pieces are our fused hybrid and our smart ply technology actually come from our hockey stick uh, division and our, and our golf division. Uh, we, and we used to make, uh, funny enough, we used to make Beezer bats for Reebok back in the day. So it's not even our first, like, attempt at bats. Uh, having said all that, you know, bats break all the time. I mean, the DeMarini Goods, probably the hottest BB core bat right now, probably has the biggest fail rate of any bat out there. But customers are willing to put aside warranty issues for performance. Uh, so I, I can't sit here and tell you that nothing will ever happen to our bats. But I can. what I can tell you is... Our bats go through a very rigorous R&D procedure. Um, our bats are made at the factories where some of the biggest name bats are also made. So we're using the same high-quality material as them. And then add on our patents and trade secrets and know-how on aluminum and composites. Uh, that's where people can rest assured that they're getting the same quality, if not better, than everything else on the market. I want to talk next, Enrique, about your advisor panel is that what you call it your advisor panel because you've yes. got some pretty it, it pretty you know knowledgeable people behind this as well like like actual baseball baseball guys like can you talk a little bit about the advisor the advisors you have is it is it called an advisor panel yes so that's actually one of the probably the coolest parts of, of true diamond science so or sorry true temper baseball keep going back uh so the advisor panel listen when we started we knew we we didn't want to get into the lesson or coaching side of the game. Our our brand mission is to give the player the best bat for their swing. Now, a player getting better and improvement in drills, all that needs to come from people that live and breathe training and facilities and all that. So the advisor panel is essentially a group of people that we put together. We got Eric Burns on there, Edgar Renteria. Uh, actually, him and I are both Colombian from the same hometown. That's how we know each other. And we can bring... Uh, we even have uh, retail store owners on there. So we, we get a, a kind of a side of the store side, some facility owners, some hitting gurus, some ex-pro players. And we, we use them as a sounding board of, hey, what are players looking for? What did you like? Uh, we use a lot of their resources for R&D. So a lot of their connections will send prototype bats and make sure players are hitting the stuff before we make it and tell the world that they're good. All of our products are validated, tested through these channels. And then uh, when, when somebody asks us about, Hey, what? How do I get better? We defer to their coach. Like nothing's ever gonna. Like doesn't matter. I give you the best bat in the world. Nothing's gonna replace great coaching, hard work, great attitude, um, good teammates, and a little bit of luck. Right? That's baseball. Um, but what getting you in the right bat will do is give you a higher probability of success when you are up at the plate. We talk about it all the time to be an elite player in the in in this in the sport. You fail six out of ten times. That's an insane. When you flip the the stats, you know a, a three hundred a three hundred batting average is really failing seven out of ten times. 
Um, so it's just crazy to think about that, you know, if, if, if so much is riding at that moment at the plate, why not make sure you have the best tool to make sure you have the highest chance of success while you're doing that? I think it's all just so important for this for the game. And with how quickly the game is developing, like what other what other area of baseball is the answer to any question like, hey man, just whatever feels best, like whatever feels right. Like it's all everything now is measured or everything can be measured. And obviously at every level, like you don't have you don't yes. have rap soto or or track man at, at a little league game, but but like if you want to, like if you want to develop, if you if you're with a, you know, not your coaching your team, but like an off season coach, someone who is like a personal instructor, that guy's probably going to be measuring things and and like let's see if this works for you and how are we going to know? It's not just the eye test anymore. Like if you're hitting the ball harder, if you're barreling the ball more often, if you're talking about hitters specifically, if you if your exit velocities, your average exit velocities going up, if you know this and that is happening, then then what we're doing is working, and if it's not, then it's not. And I, it's hard. Like what other area of baseball are people just totally relying on feel? Or like the wiggle test, like you said, and it's just this is um, the first real good answer that I've gotten. Again, which is why I wanted to have you in the podcast. And of course, we want to talk about your product, what makes it different. But one of the most significant things I think we've talked about today is just that there's that there is a process now of how to choose the right bat, and, and that doesn't mean you need to pick a true temper bat. That just means that true tempers got the process. Like you guys have the process down of how I can figure out between maybe I bring three bats with me to a fitting a b bats a b and c and now i'm going to put some there's going to be numbers and and some you know some objective data behind which of these bats is the best for me personally and that's going to be different than the guy next to me i think that process is awesome no i mean you think about it every player is different right like think of the mlb you have uh aaron judge and altuve two elite players that require two very different bats right like it's it's just you have to make sure you're swinging what's best for you and and I'll be I mean data's great and we believe in data but at the end of the day I remember doing a fit and there was this player that he was hitting his bat it was a, it was a competitor bat and then we fit him into a true bat and we gave him better exit velocity better bat speed better smash factor he was hitting it for like every every single thing on the screen was better but he just didn't look comfortable swinging the true bat he just he just he just didn't like his swing was much smoother with his old bat. And I remember telling him, he's like, hey, hey, Johnny, um, you're hitting our bat great, but you look kind of off with it. He's like, yeah, it just doesn't feel right. And and, and I remember telling him, hey, hold on to your bat. He said, the last thing you want to do is think about your bat. And then when you're batting, the last thing you want to do is thinking about your bat. So you might be like, there's some give and takes, right? Like the best bat for you might not be the one that hits it the furthest. Because you might not be comfortable with it, and it might just feel heavy in your hands. You don't want to think about this stuff. So, data is great to lay it out, but ultimately, the player needs to be comfortable with it. Um, there's all these factors, right? Like data is great to a point. At the end of the day, you still got to go up there and swing it. Uh, so, so the player's got to be comfortable with it, and we'll be the first ones to tell you, hey, like, even though you're mashing with this bat, like you're gonna psych yourself out thinking it's the bat's fault next time you're at bat against a real pitcher. So it, it all goes both ways, and, and I train all of our, you know, fitters and salesmen. It's all about getting people in the right bat, whether it's our brand or not our brand. It's let's grow the sport, let's help the game, let's make baseball fun. That is what True Temper is all about.
And what you just said about like you know you you might hit the ball farther with that bat, but it's not the right bat for you. There probably might be people listening to that that think you're you're nuts. Like whichever bat you hit the furthest with is the bat for you. But I like to always think of things in in like extremes, just to to really give you a bet, the best perspective possible. Like if I went up to the plate and I swung with a forty ounce bat, if I squared up a fastball with a forty ounce bat, that ball is going to go a long way. But there's no exactly. way in the world that I'm going to have long term success swinging a forty ounce bat. I might hit. I might hit you know a buck twenty five. When I hit it, it's going to go a long way, but I'm not going to hit it very often. So that's that's like how I like to think of things in extremes. And certainly there is a, you know, the the bat that helps me hit it the furthest. If I sort of work backwards from that and coming down in ounces, certainly there's going to be a crossroads where my bat speed's good enough to be able to make contact as often as I want to, good hard contact, and the ball's going to go as far as it should. Because on the, on, the, on the flip side of things, if I swung a twenty ounce bat. I mean, I'll, I'll be able to score the ball up pretty often, more often with that bat than a you know a thirty ounce. But ball's not going to go as far. So again, there's a, there's a there's a place for those two things to meet as far as bat control and and having the right uh, you know the the right weight behind the bat so the ball actually goes somewhere. And I just again I, I think that this process um, is is so unique and revolutionary in this game. It's the first time I've heard about it anyway. Uh, I've never heard anybody else talk about this, and I, I'm really intrigued by it. Can you tell us where where and how someone can go for a physical fitting, or is there a place I can go online to see, like, are, are you guys at events? Are you at specific locations where people have to come to you? Like, how does someone actually get fitted for a bat? So we're currently in specific locations. Uh, we have... Um Monkey Sports is one of the retailers we partner with. Uh, they have three stores, uh, Dallas, Irvine, and uh, Derry, New Hampshire, where uh, they have the full fit. San Diego, we actually have the full fit experience in San Diego. We have one in Jacksonville. We have one in Atlanta. So uh, the best way to do is go to our website, and you can uh, search the dealer locator. And in there, it will uh, let you kind of find places that perform the true fit, uh, the full experience. Uh, we have also demo houses where uh, they might not have the full fit, but you're able to go and get a hold of all of our sizes and drops and you can swing the bats yourself uh some of them may have pocket radars or something laying around to get data but there's demo but ultimately like if anything like please stop buying bats off of like word of mouth or because it looks cool or because someone else did well with it swing a bat before you buy it with real balls and a real even if you have to borrow johnny's you know bat from the dugout and hit it hit it at practice do that before you you go buy that on you know some review or something. So that's if there's anything to take away from this podcast is hit the bats with real baseballs in real in a real environment for you, and that way you'll know that that bat is good for you. This is awesome. This is Enrique Celadon, everybody. He's the Senior Director of Global Sales for True Temper Baseball. If you haven't checked it out and you're at this point of the podcast, you need to jump on their website. I'm not trying to sell you a bat, but I am trying to sell you on the experience. I think that, you know, what could be better for your kid? Figured Out Baseball is about helping kids, helping coaches, helping parents, giving them good information. There's a lot of really good information in this podcast. And if you're not sold that you need to go to one of these things when you have a chance and and get fitted for a bat, and again, either you're going to prove to yourself that the bat you're swinging is the best thing for you, or you're going to prove to yourself there's a better bat out there. And that's that's a win-win to me. If you haven't checked them out yet, I think that you really need to uh, to make sure that, that you or your kid or your players are doing the right thing uh and and are swinging the right bats you can have the most success with because like you said it's even the difference between a 280 hitter and a 320 hitter like that that's a couple hits a season and if your bat is a little bit better than what you're swinging right now if you can swing something a little bit better 
and help those stats all around, I just I think it's a no-brainer. So, Enrique, I sincerely appreciate you joining us on this podcast. Is there anything that you want to leave us with, anything we forgot to talk about, anything that you definitely want to say before we before we wrap this up? No, thanks for having me. I'm trying to think. Uh, so, so one of the biggest questions I'm trying to think here, like, what's the number one thing I get asked? And it's, uh, is your does your bat have pop or is your is your bat hot? And uh, it's funny because what makes baseball super unique, it's actually a very regulated, um, you know, piece of equipment. So BB Core point five zero zero, U Triple SA one point one five BPF. Like, there's literally lines where performance is governed. The bats cannot be hotter than the line. If they are, they're cheater bats, and they'll be banned, and you'll have to deal with that mess. So when you think about bats being regulated, nobody can be above the line. So everybody's at the line. Our bats, our future bats are 1.14. Our BB core bats are 0.499. All, all, all everyone else's bats are right on that line. The only way to give you a performance advantage in a regulated environment it's by feel, so the bat feels better, and by fit, by dialing in your fit to your player. Well, you see it in golf all the time. Tiger and Rory, for example, swing two different drivers. That doesn't mean one driver is better than the other or goes further than the other. It's just those drivers are optimized to those players. So uh, people like to say, like, you know, the bat's hot, this bat's got pop. They're all at the line. Um, you know, it's just make sure you hit it before you try it because we're all right at the line. Uh, nobody wants to talk about that in baseball. Like, we literally have rules we have to stick by, and there's no way around those rules uh, today. If somebody does, they'll be the hottest bat and make sell millions of units. But um, that's the reality that we're all governed, so why not get a bat that feels better and is optimized to you? This is really good stuff. I- I've enjoyed this a lot, and I continue to learn from you and – and honestly, if I, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell people about about you all and your process that just because I think it's the best thing for them, not because I'm trying to necessarily sell some true temper bats, but uh, but just because I think that this process is fair to people. The, Enrique, this has been great, man. I appreciate you spending the time with us today. Awesome, man. Uh, let's do it again. This is awesome.